Howdy, y'all. Bama here. When I'm not drinking an ice-cold beer with a big steak and a large stack of taters, I'm listening to Lord Petty's podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome. This is what you thought it wasn't. This is the Lord Petty podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. If this is your first time tuning in, this is the place where we love everybody, but we hate on everything. And those who have it coming get clapped on. And that's just how I'm going to live my life. I'm going to be out here spreading this positivity, spreading this joy. And, you know, that just is what it is. But sometimes you just got to come at these motherfuckers, dude. They just want, they want to take an, you give them an inch, right? You give them your little, little, little pinky, right? And they just want to take your whole fucking arm, dude. I don't know who they is. It's, I sound like DJ Khaled. Like, they, 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 whatever, dude. Somebody broke into my garage last night. And this has been something that's haunting me. You know, if you guys have ever seen those movies where the families keep moving in different houses and like the demon is following them, like, uh, What's that one movie where that that fucker's got the red face? We stand behind the dude at the dining table, and he's got the red face. Uh, uh, oh my god, what's it called? Where the little boy is possessed? What's it called? Somebody's going crazy. Somebody out there is going duh, duh, whatever the title of the movie is, but I don't know. Basically, it's about this demon that possesses this little boy and this little boy. Whenever the little boy goes to sleep, he thinks he's dreaming, but he's actually like wandering off with his soul and he's wandering around with all like the lost souls and eventually gets lost. He gets possessed by a demon, yada, yada. They think the house is haunted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so basically this fucking thing just follows him to whatever house they're going. Okay. I have this thing. No matter where I live, these fucking people break into my shit and smoke cigarettes. Steal shit if you have to. You know what I mean? fucking steal it. I don't care. I'll buy more. All right. I'm going places. You're probably not. You're out wandering the fucking streets at three in the morning, having to rip, rip cigs in people's personal property, I guess. So if you really have to steal a TV out of my garage that isn't being used anyways, like hats off to, you know, keep the TV, go watch your fucking prices right in the middle of the day on it. See, you going to be doing shit else with your life while you're, so you can have energy to roam around at three in the morning. But it's like, Literally, I lived in Seattle and people kept breaking into my truck and we had this joke. We were saying it's Dirty Mike and the boys are having a uh, <laughs> an orgy in my truck. And now I live on the east side, the nice side of town, got away from Seattle because fuck that, dude. If you've ever turned on anything in the last however long, I mean, all Seattle is is if you're not either super Amazon rich or you have a heroin needle sticking out of your fucking arm, you you got no business in Seattle. You know what I mean? Unless you're going down there for like a foosball game, but foosball's the devil and foosball can't have no people in the stadium right now. Unless you do that, you have no business being in Seattle. You know what I mean? Like anybody I know in real estate or... Don't believe anybody that says shit in Seattle is all gravy because anybody in real estate, they do, they're not doing anything with their properties in Seattle. Um, that's just facts. Like nobody, nobody that actually has anything to lose wants to live in Seattle. Like people just come to Seattle to try to like absorb from that pussy cucky uh, city council at this point. And all those people that look like they ride fuck ride segways on the weekend with their families. You know, it's like the typical dude that. Looks like he would go 
rollerblading and wear a helmet and like the elbow pads, you know, but then going around saying we need to defund the cops because cops aren't trained when like the most conflict that dude has ever had in his life is when his wife is yelling at him that he didn't eat all his tater tots and his wife probably has a fucking bird face because that's how all those families are and then their kids have ugly bowl cuts. That's basically what the whole Seattle City Council looks like and this this is fact. I'm not just pulling this out of my ass, okay? Because everything I say is fact um, until <laughs> it's going to be like the Instagram SWAT team just like you see the chopper drop next to my window and somebody kicks in my shit and the the quote independent fact checkers who are these independent fact checkers by the way you know i have all the apps i have monster i have indeed i have all that shit i have all the push notifications for all like uh tech jobs and media jobs and stuff i have all the notifications nobody's ever been like hey you want to come be an independent fact checker probably because they see my instagram and they're like no uh you know this guy's spitting bars we don't need him checking our facts that we like but anyways dude back to the point jesus christ um Everywhere I move to, I get followed by Dirty Mike and the boys. And whenever they want to steal some shit, they smoke fucking cigarettes. Like, that's just disrespectful. Like, steal. Steal. You know what I mean? Like, you need it. Steal it. Whatever, dude. I'll, I'll get more. I don't even give a fuck. But if I catch you, I'm going to kill you. I literally went down to the, uh, the, the property management, right? So we live in this townhome. And so when we first moved in, uh, Shodi got a credit card stolen out of the mailbox. We didn't know it was missing. All of a sudden, she gets a call one morning. And they're saying like, hey, did you have a charge for this like hotel or whatnot? And she's like, no, I don't even have the card. So basically, she had a credit card stolen from her. My car got broken into. And then last night, our garage got broken into. And they stole a TV. And I've got a really expensive motorcycle in there, which they luckily didn't fuck with. And... You know, just shit like that. And and then they smoked cigarettes in her car. <laughs> and it's like, why the cigarettes? You know what I mean? It's just, it's the fucking cigarettes that pissed me off. But so I went, I went down to uh, like the, the property management people. And I told them like, look, credit card, car break in. Now it's garage break in. That's forced entry. And you guys haven't done anything about putting up any cameras or getting any sort of security guard around here. And it's not just us. And we do not live in the hood. Like we live in, I'm not going to tell you exactly where we live because some of y'all might be weird and might want to come and steal my underwear or something. I don't know. But um, after selling farts, I have no doubts that some of y'all are some weird motherfuckers. But I, I literally told them, I told, I told the guy, I was like, you guys got two options. You either hire a security guard and some can't and get some cameras. Either you guys do something or I'm going to do something and I'm going to fuck somebody up on your property. And it's going to be your fault. You're going to be liable for it. And uh, that's that, dude. So anyways, uh, can't wait till Carmala, Carmala Harris gets in there and fucking throws all the criminals back in jail. You know what I'm saying? She's going to come ripping down, dude. She's going to come ripping down like nothing we've ever seen before, bro. I feel like Joe Biden, he is junior from Sopranos. The parallel is just, it, it's, it's, it's way too much. If you guys ever watched Sopranos, you got to watch it. If you haven't, um, watch it. It's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful show. I love everything about it. But there's a Tony Soprano is the guy actually running the mob. Okay. But he puts this guy named Junior, who's actually his uncle, who's just like this old white senile guy. Like, actually, they put him as the mob boss. So the cops and everybody are always looking at him. 
when in reality all the dirt's going on below him and he just has the status so he's happy with the status he's like oh i'm the boss and that's basically joe biden dude i tried to watch that fucking speech that he gave you know where he came running out where you know that you know the people prepped him you already, you already know that the conversation that they had backstage was like okay joe we really want to show the american people how much oomph you got in your step so we really just want you to jog out there and they fucking stuck him with a Hunter, Hunter probably stuck him with some sort of needle just to get him like hawked up just enough to get out there and give a convincing speech. It's fucking unreal, dude. This, this, I, I just don't get it, man. Big 45 ain't perfect, but I'd rather have a guy's a little rough around the edges and what you see is what you get versus being lied to. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't like, I do not like being lied to. And everybody with the brain knows that this guy is just a decoy. You know what I'm saying? Because when he got up there and he, he gave his speech, like, I could smell his old man breath through the TV. You know what I'm saying? Like listening to him felt literally like, and I want to give him a chance. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like one of these people when, um, when Trump got like the never Trumpers, I don't want to be a never Trumper towards Joe Biden or whoever's in charge of the country because at the end of the day, your boys got stocks and whoever is going to, I don't want anybody like I I don't want to watch Joe Biden fail because if Joe Biden fails, I fail. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's how most people should feel like you should want the leader to do something good or whatever, you know, but I I'm trying, I'm trying to like him. And I, I, I'm one of these people where I don't think it's quite over. Like I think big 45's got something up his big 45 sleeve, but, um, listening to this fucking dude, it literally feels just like listening to an elderly person when you're just trying to be nice. You know what I mean? When when you're an elderly person, you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, oh, wow, yeah. That's what it feels like listening to him. Like, I just want it to be over. And that's, you know, the fuck kind of shit is that, bro? Like, what what does, what does, let's say, let's say, Don, <laughs> let's say Donald Trump actually lost, right? What does a guy like that who's never, you know, like what, what does he do after this election now? You know, it's kind of, it's kind of funny to think about. <laughs> it's like, he's just going to sit in a bar. He's just going to be sitting in a bar. So you're walking like, Hey, aren't you that big 45 guy? He'd be like, yes, I, I ran the country at one point. At one point, here's a picture. Here's a picture of me and the superstar little pimp. And somebody's gonna be, gonna be like, oh, oh, little pump, be like, no, little pimp. Yeah, dude. no, I, I just honestly can't imagine. <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah, what do you do after that? You know, what do you do after you become a billionaire? Then you become president, and then you get beat by a guy that can't straight. There, there's just no way that happened, dude. There's just no way. I have no proof. I don't, but there's just no fucking way, dude. Nah. I refuse to believe it, dude. Somebody's going to jail, dog. Somebody's going to jail. I don't know who's going to jail, but somebody on some side is going to jail. And I think it's going to be the goddamn liberals. I just have a feeling like something is just so off. You know what I mean? Like, I grew up in a neighborhood where people were trying to take advantage of you. And I look at these people and I feel like they're trying to take advantage of me. You know what I mean? That's why when I see these like hyper white liberals, I'm like, nobody's ever taught you to not trust the smiling white people. 
You know what I mean? Like somebody, somebody tells me like, oh, Lord Petty, you're white. Like some guy was roasting me today. I don't really, he's trying to like roast me. He's like, I can tell you're whitewashed. You're blah, blah, blah. So, and I was like, dude, no. The reason I don't trust the fucking over the top, nice seeming white people is because I grew up in a fucking hood at one point and that's what I learned to not trust the overly nice white people. <laughs> so they got something to hide. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting how that plays out. Um, it's going to be really interesting. All I hope is that when uh, if Big 45 reclaims the throne, if it's Watch the Throne Part 2 Big 45 remix, once they have the re-inauguration, you know, because Trump is going to have a re-inauguration. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be the biggest re-inauguration you've ever seen. I hope he has Little Pimp come and perform. You know what I'm saying? And somebody, somebody, uh, somebody's going to jail, you know? All these people now, you know, going, oh, let's unify the country. It's time to unify the country. Like, bitch, you were the one tearing the fucker up for the last six months. You fucking cunts. So what? Yeah, the the asshole, the the asshole that threw a brick through through a shucks, or <laughs> the the bitch with the pink hair that went down to O'Reilly's auto part that like threw a, a rock through the window. Now is like, oh, let's unify the country remix. Nah, dude, don't work like that. Okay, well let's do this. Okay, let's unify the country right now. While everybody's out dancing in the streets, packed 900 people shoulder to shoulder after uh, saying that it was too dangerous to vote in person with valid ID. And I'm not going to lie. I didn't want to vote in person. Fuck that. I don't want to go down there and stand around a bunch of people. Like, I'm a big germaphobe. I didn't want to do it. But at the same time, it's like in these times, there's my ballot did not get counted. And so on my personal IG, I... uh. So I, I got a I got a text message from this organization called Rock the Vote and they said, Hey, there was an issue with your ballot, contact your local county people or whatever, right? And so I thought it was a scam, so I put it out there, like, hey, has anybody seen this? And then, so somebody sent me a link, right? Like my buddy Josh sent me the link. And uh so I clicked on it and then it actually said, like, yeah, your ballot's been rejected because your signature didn't your signature didn't match. And so then my then my my question was kind of like okay like what signature are they comparing it to are they comparing it to my signature four years ago because I've gotten progressively dumber over four years so my signature is going to be way different um, <laughs> and uh, why didn't you contact me or something you know why do I need this like third party thing or whatever and so I put that on my on my personal Instagram saying like yeah it's been rejected everybody go check your thing so then a bunch of people went and checked it and they said oh yeah mine's been rejected too and I kind of asked like well uh, you know if you don't mind me like asking who'd you vote for they were all Trump voters every single one of them and so I don't know man you know if if some fucking if some fucking guy with a turban on his head sitting in a cave somewhere in Afghanistan can orchestrate the biggest terrorist attack ever from a fucking cell phone, you know what I mean? Like in a cave or whatever, can go hijack some airplanes and flip the whole goddamn world on its head. Or if allegedly Russia interfered with our election four years ago and were able to meddle with it to the point where they put Trump in office. Like, how is it such a far-fetched idea that something shady couldn't be happening? on our own soil you know what i mean and why wouldn't they want the poll workers why wouldn't they want some sort of like supervision in there some outside supervision 
it's only to hide something up, hide something, you know? And then there's been a ton of people where they go online and they take people's identities, like people that'd be like 129 years old or something like that. And they go in like people that are basically as old as Joe Biden. And they go in there and it says they voted like, and they've been dead for 12 years. You know what I mean? It's fucking insanity, bro. It's fucking insanity, dude. I wish we could just vote on like individual policies. You know what I mean? I wish we could vote on individual policies instead of people. I wish if there was a big thing, right? If there's just like a big issue, one of the things that's been always out there, um, we should just vote on the issue. You know what I'm saying? Not even on like at a, at a state level though, maybe, or I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Nah, yeah, I guess you kind of want people arguing about it, but no, there should be some sort of like voters awareness class, right? You should have to pass some sort of, um, you should have to pass some sort of bar to be like, oh yeah, I'm competent enough to know what I'm talking about because that's all the fucking Democrats do, dude. They go out, they prey on these young people, right? Like the boomers are all dying off. So now you got all these, uh, these Gen Z cunts turning 18 and they have no fucking idea. They're wiggling their asses on TikTok. And they don't know. They don't give a shit about what's going on, you know, for most part, a lot of them. And then they go out because somebody's saying like, Cause fucking, uh, I can't even think of an actress. I don't even know, dude. Fuck Hollywood, bro. I don't, I don't know any of these people. I don't care about any of these people. Uh, cause one of them will go out and be like, Oh, Trump is racist or whatever the, whatever the reason, you know, and then all these kids are super impressionable. Like I was impressionable. We all were, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you can't really fault these kids, but then you got to fault these adults. It's like, okay, if you got to push your ideas on these young undeveloped brains to get your point across, like, like what the fuck is liberalism? You know, like liberals is basically teenage angst turned 30. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then it's scary because they'll think that Republican, they'll think Republicans want police brutality and like an unjust system and like racial profiling. Like they literally think this in their brain and that's scary. You know what I mean? Like most Republicans just want, to you know spend their money on their families instead of the next heroin shelter and be able to shoot some crackhead that tries to come in their house if dirty mike and the boys come in their house to smoke cigs in it you know what i mean they try to come in and rip some camel wides in your living room like you want to be able to blast them into the next dimension you know what i'm saying at least i do that doesn't mean i'm racist you know what i'm saying doesn't make me a fucking plantation owner because if dirty mike and the boys run up in my crib i'm gonna start bucking feel what i'm saying but anyways dude god just open up the fucking country at this point you know open up the fucking country open up the comedy clubs all that dude all that open everything up just just fuck it you know this is coming from a dude with an auto Open up the country, dude. I miss going. I miss going to the comedy clubs. Honestly, like I miss. I, I miss it. Um, I'm not gonna do stand up until I'm like full blown famous, though. You know, <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to go do stand up in like dingy clubs for like six people. You know what I mean? It's like, nah, it doesn't make sense. Um, like God, comedians are honestly. Comedians are a sad bunch, you know what I mean? And it's kind of annoying because just like the typical, just like sad comedian or whatever, because 
I don't want to trash them because that's kind of a lot of people. That's like their. You'll see a lot of comedians that get to that point where they want to go do comedy because it's kind of a like therapeutic thing, you know. But <laughs> it's the worst, dude. It's the worst. Like I don't like goofy people that are trying to be funny, and I don't like just somebody that thinks because they're sad that they're funny. You know what I mean? And I don't want to strip them of that because they're already like ass bottom. But you go to a comedy club, you go to like the open mic nights or whatever. And then all these people, you either get some like goofball that like shares memes on Facebook that thinks he's funny. He'll get up there and start talking about like jerking off with something in his butthole looking for like a shock reaction. Or you'll get somebody up there to start talking about like this like miserable shit. And then also they'll throw in something about a dead baby or something. You know what I mean? Like literally 99% of percent, 99% of quote comedians are just fucking D-bags. Um, yeah, just straight up. Or they just get up there and start the good old cop out of just bashing Trump. Like, what are you guys going to do now? Huh? What are you going to do now? Most of you going to be sad now. All of y'all's careers are over. Straight up. Big 45's retiring. <laughs> so are you, dude. Straight up. But anyways... Um, let's do some, we're going to kind of slow things down here because that's, that's, that's the motion of the pod. We pop off. I get the things off my chest and then, uh, then I actually dig into my heart. I dig into my deep, dark German heart and I give some peeps some, what I think is, you know, advice and uh, hopefully it helps somebody out. You know what I'm saying? Anyways. Anyways, uh, let's get into it. Uh, you guys hear that? Uh, my chair is squeaking. Gotta oil her up a little bit. Maybe just go throw, get a little spit on her. Anyways, speaking of spitting on her, I asked out an older girl. I'm 21. And she's 26. Okay. We met and got along faulty well and agreed to see each other again. Funny. Th funny. She did think at first I was in my early 30s because of how I present myself and talk. But do you think it's too big of a gap? No, dude. No. Hell no. Um, it is kind of a scary gap because. I mean, there's no other information besides this, but. Okay, I'm pulling this completely out of my ass. This is just complete opinion, okay? Take it or leave it. It's like anything else. This whole fucking podcast, my whole existence, you can take it or leave it, all right? But this is just my opinion. I think a pretty good dating gap, uh, especially in your 20s, is like a three-year gap between guys and girls, where if the guy is about three years older. Because just kind of how the female clock works and kind of just like the mindset and shit like that. And... um. Because if a girl's 26, right? If a girl's 26, she's she's starting to think a little further down the road because there's going to be... And I'm not calling women that are 26 old. I'm not, like, not at all. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't fuck with the girl under 28 at this point in my life. Like, I, I don't... I don't have it in me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to sit there and talk about, like, uh, uh, TikTok or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm just kidding, dude. I'd probably totally fuck a 20-year-old if I was single. But... I wouldn't bring her uh, to, to, to Kruma or something. You know what I mean? 
anyways, um, how, how much bigger of an asshole can I make myself sound like? Let's go deeper. So a good gap in your 20s is usually if the guy is like three years older. It kind of gives you both cushion where you're not completely in a rush. But when a guy is getting closer to 30, you kind of start getting those thoughts like, okay, well, you know, I don't want to look like Joe Biden running down the corridor giving a speech and I'm trying to throw a ball with my kid. You know what I mean? Like if I'm trying to teach my son how to shoot a basketball, I don't want to have to go change my goddamn diaper before doing so. You know what I mean? And so that's something that guys start to think about when like the big 3-0 comes rolling around. And I think women kind of start going like, hey, like this shit ain't going to be as fertile in a couple of years. So uh, let's get to fucking and breeding. So you got to kind of, you know, feel that one out. But right now it depends on what you're looking for, dude. You know, feel it out. Don't shoot up the club. Pull out. And yeah, just feel it out. As far as like if you guys get along, I mean, you get along. You know what I'm saying? So that's age ain't nothing but a number. Yeah, dude, 100%, 100% go for it. I say go for it. And who knows? Maybe you're one of those guys. Like maybe you're, you know, like maybe, I mean, there's no info here, but maybe, you know, like for instance, like a, a guy with a, you know, a steady, like, like a, like a military type guy or somebody with already like a steady path like that, where you kind of, where you'd feel comfortable, um, pursuing something with a maybe more mature or whatever. But then again, like she might be 26 acting like she's 19 and you might be 21 acting like you're in your early thirties. Cause it's kind of what you said. So, you know, fuck it. It's basically, um, you know, it's basically what you're looking for. So anyways, do it. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. But in a good way, don't fuck that shit. Walked away like literally like uh, make love to this sweet lady. That's what I'm saying. Moving on. 25 year old, 5'7", male, having no luck finding a girlfriend. Let's all give him a big oof. I've been single for almost 25 years. Uh, Wait, you're 25. <laughs> would, you, would you have a girlfriend in the fucking baby housing? One partner for less than two months. Oh, I see what you I'm frustrated. I'm having no luck finding a partner. I would consider myself about average looking. I'm 5'7". I've been single for almost 25 years with one partner for less than two months. Is there something wrong with me? I've tried these stupid dating sites, at least five different sites. Some I've been on for over five years. I've been trying to go out of the house more and still have had no luck. I'm at a point where I'm just so frustrated I want to delete all my accounts and give up. But at the same time, I just want to fucking find someone. Um, I've searched and tried also called things to help improve your chances of finding someone online. That's in quotes. I've never heard of that. I've thought of trying other sites that you have to pay to use, but with any luck, it would probably just be a complete waste of money. If anybody's been listening to this podcast for a while, okay, if anybody's been listening to this podcast and you know anything that I personally stand for, okay? You probably know where this is about to go. Like, I'm not... Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's not about finding yourself in other people, okay? It's about finding a purpose, all right? And I feel like I, I just... Like, it's just the same story. Like, I want this to get out, like... I want more than anything, okay? I want more than anything 
Like I love making people laugh and shit like that. Like when I get the messages from people saying, Oh, I was listen I was listening to your to your shit and like this I had to pull the car over or something. You know, I mean like there's nothing I like it there's it's 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 a it's a it's a really good feeling having people tell you that like you made them feel feel good. You know what I mean? And if there is just one fucking thing that I can accomplish with this podcast, just one thing that I can walk away, like like if I go get hit by a bus tomorrow, you know what I mean, and I just like vanish off the earth. Which, by the way, if that happens, I need somebody to uh, pay my Podbean subscription every year. It's a hundred bucks. This podcast can live in the uh, uh, after you know I get hit by a bus. I want one thing to get out there is that dudes and like just listen to me, all right? Just listen. You don't pursue a relationship. You do not chase women. It'll never get you anywhere. Never. Even if you go, you're or you're just not going to be happy. It's just not how it works, dude. It's not it's like you know how when you watch porn, it fucks up your perception of sex, right? Movies, books, romance novels, all this shit. Fucking advice from your mom, whoever. It'll fuck up your perception of reality. You know what I mean? If you want to read a dating book, I'm going to tell you the illest dating book there is. It's called The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene. Don't go out and read the, don't go out and listen to dating coaches and all these other people, dude. It's all a bunch of fucking malarkey. All of it. Or I don't know. Maybe I don't, I don't know. Like I've never, I don't know. Like I'm trashing. I don't, I have no idea the fuck I fucking idea what dating coaches tell you. But if a dating coach tells you to go and just kind of figure out like actual like human psychology, um, that's good advice in my opinion. But the female brain right is just not wired to be pursued like that it makes you look desperate and no man that respects himself chases these hoes you know what i'm saying some of the illest motherfuckers i've ever met in my life have been short dudes some of just like the toughest sons of bitches that'll fuck you up have been like five seven five have been short guys. They'll beat your ass. They're fucking alpha, alphas through and through, and they're confident in themselves. And they're out there building a life. And they have hot girlfriends. I swear to God, is it going to be a little harder? Like if if you're short, if you're a short guy, right? If you're a short dude, yes, it might be a little harder. Um, hands down. Like I'm not saying it's it's stupid for somebody to discredit that. You know what I mean? If for some reason, that's one of those things where it's like completely okay for people to trash short guys you know what i mean that's like the last front of things that you can openly trash is zodiac signs redheads short people and um midgets i guess you know little people whatever my bad i'm sorry um those are like the last people you can just openly bash or whatever you know what i mean and like imagine if we talked about fat women the way we talk about short men. You know what I'm saying? Like all the all the like mental illness and stuff that comes from that. Like it's honestly sad. It's honestly like a really douchey thing to do. But let's let's come back down to earth, okay? Because we can't help. Because that just shows like you can't attraction. Like listen to this very closely, okay? Attraction is not a choice, okay? 
you, you can't choose to be attracted to somebody. Like it's just, it's a natural thing. So as a man, what you got to do is put yourself in a position to where um, somebody finds your mannerisms and the way you carry yourself and the things you stand for and like your core values that a woman will find that attractive. You know what I'm saying? Don't ever try to get somebody to like you. Find out who you are, lean into that shit and live a fulfilling life. And you're going to encounter people that you have shit in common with, people that you click with. And I'm telling you, like I'm, I'm, I say a lot of dumb shit. I'm a full of, I'm maybe this person, you know, or people like this in general, maybe they spend a lot of time by themselves and their head. They're seeing shit on social media, seeing shit on the internet, blah, blah, blah. Like there are short guys with really great women in their lives, but they didn't get there by going out and like trying to like chat up some chick at a bar on a Tuesday. Like just no. Go out and make something of yourself. And it doesn't mean that, oh, women are gold diggers and blah, 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 blah. No, dude, fuck that. I mean, whatever, dude. There's definitely women that chase money and shit like that, but use that against them. If you're just trying to go out and get laid, fucking put on a front and use it against them. Why not? You know, just don't try to like pursue a relationship using superficial things because you're just going to become something that women are going to use. But go out. Make yourself somebody that you like because that way you'll be like, well, if she doesn't like me, then fuck her. She's missing out. And I guarantee you that's going to make her more attractive to you than reading any of these dumb books or being on any dating app. Because I've said this before, a dude in a dating app, you are a fucking grain of sand in a, a sand box. All right. Anyways, uh, we're running out of time here. So I got I to gotta wind it down. So I really appreciate y'all. I really, really, really do. Thank you guys so much. If you're listening in Apple, if you can please just really quick, just take the two seconds and um, just go leave a rating. Uh, just go, you know, click on one of the little stars. I put, excuse me, I put a lot of work into this and I hope you enjoy it. I hope it brings you a little bit of joy in your little life. And, you know, you can give me just a little star in return because... Uh, it helps out, you know, it feeds the algorithms and it uh, feeds the podcast to more people, boosts that bitch. So thank you so much. If you're feeling extra, extra, extra uh, ambitious, go ahead and write a review. Love seeing that as well. And um, I'll see you guys next week. Love y'all. Bye, guys. Yeah.